Welcome to the All Manner of Things podcast. In this episode, we will be reviewing Dominion Intrigue. Hi, my name's Shondell. And I'm Peter. And this is All Manner of Things, a podcast where we talk about board games. And today we are doing a review episode of the board game Dominion Intrigue. And I say board game, but I've just looked over and realised it's all cards. Intrigue, intrigue, intrigue. I want to say that. I like the word intrigue. I think that's really, really good. I don't know whether it matches this style of game, but we'll get to that in a second. You're getting too far into it at the moment, but yeah. We're getting... Look, we say it's a a podcast about board games, but really we mean tabletop games. Yes. And so... Like it doesn't have to have a board at all. It doesn't even have to have a card. It can just be dice or it can be... Yeah, yeah. Anything. Charades. We haven't done it. We haven't done a review on charades. <laughs> Maybe we will one day. Yeah. I'd like to get a bunch of reviewers to do a review of charades. That would be interesting. And we're getting sidetracked. So let's get started with our. I episode. think our best best podcasts are when we get sidetracked a little bit. Not too much. Keep on with the. Yeah, you're saying this, format. and our listeners are going, "Come on, get on with it already." Uh, I don't know. I don't know so much. <laughs> I don't know. All right, let's get on with it. <clears throat> And I just need to say at this point that we are reviewing Dominion Intrigue first edition. The first edition was a standalone game. The second edition, which is available in stores at the moment, is an expansion. So you do need to buy the base game of Dominion first. But for the one that the version that we're talking about, it is the standalone game. game this is a game for two to four players. It takes about 30 minutes to play. And it's for ages eight and up. Basic gameplay. In Dominion Intrigue, you are building up your own Dominion, which is represented by a deck. This is a deck building game. Your deck contains your resources, victory points, and all the actions you can do by the different characters you have in your card. Your hand starts out a small, sad collection of estates, um, which is just little bits, pieces of land, and coppers that you can use to buy more cards. But by the end of the game, you want to try and build that up. To set up this game, everyone starts off with the same starting hand of seven coppers and three estates, and you shuffle them up. And then in the center of the table, you lay out some gold, silver, and copper cards as your treasure cards some estate, duchy and province cards, which are victory cards, which have the victory points on them, and then 10 piles of 10 kingdom cards. So these can be selected for a particular reason or just randomly drawn. And there is a bunch of different types of kingdom cards in the box so that each time you play, the 10 cards that you will be playing with are going to be different. On your turn, you draw a hand of five cards, and then you do your ABCs. Uh, The first is A, which is play an action, an action card, if you've got it in your hand, obviously. And sometimes that action might give you a secondary action, and you can build from there. The next is the B, which is to buy a card if you have the ability to. And you can buy kingdom cards, victory cards, and treasure cards, which is what Shondell was saying previously. And your third is the cleanup 
phase, which once you've purchased or done your actions, you simply discard all your cards you've played or still have in your hand and draw a new set of five cards. And that's pretty much it. You just keep going through the game and then the game ends when either the supply of province cards is empty or any three of the other supply piles are empty. And at that point, you go through all the cards in your deck, you find the ones with victory points and you count up how many victory points you have and the person with the most wins. Review. So presentation, I give this a four. I gave it a four as well. The first thing I'm really taken with is the slots inside yep. the box. Yep. I've that given it three ticks. I don't know why absolutely three. Absolutely amazing. I just had to put three out of three out of three or three out of ten or no, I'm hoping three out of three. Three out of three. Yeah. Look it as well as that little insert thing that sits in the middle where you can line up where exactly what cards fit into those slots. Um, that's also really cool. I remember getting this years and years ago and going, well, what the hell is this piece of paper and what's this other yeah, piece of Yeah, and we, we put the <clears> cards. So what it is is when you open the box, there's a plastic insert and it has all the slots so that you can separate the cards into yep. their type and they each fit in their own slot. And we randomly put them in the slots going, okay, yep. well, this is a big deck, so obviously it's got to go here, but most of them are the same size, so we randomly put them. Yep. And then and we then were trying we to work out what that piece of yeah. paper was and, and then, then we realised... It goes in the middle, so it tells you exactly where everything is, so it's easy to find them. This this allows for a quick setup of a game as well, because a lot of those kingdom cards that need to be cho- chosen and, and whatnot. Um, you've even got that uh, section where you can do a random draw yep. of kingdom cards yep, as well. Yeah, I was well. going to say that. It's so got... There's an extra card of each kingdom card type that goes into a yes. separate so, deck, which you just shuffle and draw out the ones yep, that you can If you want with. a random style of play, which is really fun. And, but, but, look, I'll tell you another good thing. The artwork on the cards is great. Yep. It's really good. I like how it's all, you know, nice little. Font it kind of goes well with the theme. You yeah, know. I like the little, the banners and the ribbons down the side. I don't know yeah. why, but I do like that. It's, they keep that all the way through the box, the rule book, the cards. Yep, and You're it's right. really clear You're to right. read the cards and understand and that, what they mean. Yeah, that artwork is it's almost. Uh, well, I assume it's done by the same artist that's yeah, done the artwork yeah. throughout it because it's it's so you know it just flows through quite well. But, but uh, um, <clears throat> the front box artwork, as, as, as amazing as some of the artwork that's sitting on the cards, I don't know why they chose this particular front box artwork. And I'm just going to talk to you a little bit about it if you haven't seen it before. You have a couple of people having a discussion, handing over a scroll uh, in a ruined building and one of the ladies is just staring at you like yeah. you've just walked in on this conversation. Her <laughs> face looks strange. It's, yeah, exactly. But it matches the intrigue it, thing. She's I, like, oh, that's who's all good. there? That's Who all, are you? That's all good. I get. I kind of get it though. I probably would have had some, you know, I don't know, a bit more undercover intrigue type. I think it it's looks... It doesn't, doesn't say, say 
It's not selling that word intrigue for me. I think it kind of does because the looks on their faces, the other guys, ignoring the, the lady who's just staring at you, the other guys, they look like they're sneakily trying to hand that's, over a, that, that's some like a, information. It looks like they're talking about some sort absolutely. of rumour. I think that that probably is maybe, say, 20% of the artwork. The other half of the page is... I don't, going back, before you go into the yeah, other half of the yeah, page. Yeah, page, you know, artwork. Box. Yeah, yeah. It's the same, sorry, which is the same page because we're looking at the rule book cover which has the same picture on it. The, why are they in ruins? Look, I don't know. I don't know. they're like medieval Maybe ruins. Maybe it's like a secret except, location or something. But here's the thing, it's like medieval ruins except it's a medieval game. So technically the buildings of that time aren't <laughs> ruins. It's a modern, you know, lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So anyway, I just, just and when you said ruins, I was like, hold on, that doesn't make sense. of the artwork is a man walking down the road with a mule. Beautiful countryside. Countryside. And it's sunny and light in contrast to the darkness of where the people are meeting. There's a lot going on here from a, you know, contrast. I think. But, yeah, look, I'm just not... It's just it's just that box box yep. doesn't draw me in, you yeah. know. I and think yeah, we can't. It, it doesn't get too say the words intrigue to me. It doesn't really go like wow, you know, conspiracies and. I do have to admit this again. Why I gave it the four was because it. You're right. It doesn't draw me in. When I stop and look at it and really study it, I'm like, oh yeah, I get that. I get what it's doing. But when your eyes are just passing over it, I think it's a bit too busy. Maybe that. And it doesn't have something that stands out. Like I'm just browsing our box shelf at the moment. You've got photosynthesis, which is just a single tree that stands out and it it grabs your attention. And then on the other hand, for something that's a bit busier, you've got uh, King of Tokyo, a medieval academy, where you've got these cartoony pictures that look fun and grab your attention that way. This one just doesn't work on either of those fronts. But that being said, it does match that theme of the Dominion series of games as yeah. well. Yeah. So not only does it flow in, you know, for all the cards, but it also flows into all the sets of games, which is, you know, I looked at the original Dominion box cover and, yeah, you know, it's a couple of guys on a hill looking down at something. Yeah. The other thing worth noting is the card stock, which is good. Not great, good. And we have had this game for quite some time. The game requires shuffling. So you can see some damage on the cards that are there, only because of the constant shuffling that we do. I think if you played this game a lot, you'd probably want to get card sleeves, looking at those edges of those cards. But they're just like normal cards, you know. If you play normal cards a lot, you... I would say that a lot of the slots allow you to have card sleeves which is great i'm not sure about the height though because it looks pretty tight or the width maybe can can i just i'm going to shuffle these around yep uh shuffled them around there is clearance for the stuff the 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 top and bottom the width as well because they're laying on the side as well as probably for the height so yeah maybe it's designed for card sleeves in mind which is pretty cool moving on to rookie rating i gave this a four and I gave it a four as well. I'm going to start by saying what I always say whenever we review deck builders. I think the deck building mechanism is a little bit more complex. 
than your standard game and therefore I I don't think I would ever give a deck builder a five in terms of rookie rating because trying to explain to them how that mechanism alone works. However, this is one of the simplest, I think, to explain deck builders that are out there because it uses A, B, C. Yes. Which I really like. So on your turn, you do A, B, C. You do one action, you do one buy, and then you clean up. And that's it. Except during the action phase, you're playing one of your action cards, which may give you more actions and may give you more buys, but that's all based on what's on your cards, which is easy to follow. So all you need to remember on your turn is ABC. That's what I like about that's one thing I really like about this game. It's very simple in terms of how to play. I would uh, I totally agree with that. Um, the only problem with that ABC is the way that it's written in the instructions. The instruction book itself is wall of text and <coughs> wall of text. Uh, it's a wall of text. Wall O text. You know. <laughs> I didn't pick up on that. Ah, okay. I thought it was a special term you knew that I wasn't aware of. Wallow Jakes. You're right. It's a wall of text and it hasn't been... Look, there are examples in there, which is great. There's little pictures. With pictures. There's a side column and whatnot. But it's very daunting opening up this particular instruction book. And that ABC mechanism really probably could be highlighted in a better way than what's currently demonstrated i guess they want to be thorough about the rules and what they all do but i believe if it was written you know this year i think we've come a long way in terms of instruction manuals is what i'm trying to trying to get at i think it would have been done a lot better than when it was originally written and that's the thing about the dominion series is they are one of the first deck builders so is my understanding so they are from quite a while ago and and look, there's there's nothing fun in there, you know. There's no no. I don't believe there's any jokes or anything. So it's not really. It doesn't have It's not to a have light read, shows, you know. So it just it's, it's a strategy game. It doesn't jokes yeah, wouldn't really yeah. fit in. And I get I get your 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 um, arguments for that, and that's fine. Um, I, but I'm just saying that that's that's the case. A lot of the info you need to know on how to play this games is actually written on the cards. So, like we said, you the kingdom cards that you have to draw. They have what they do written on them and it's very clear. And you can also pick and choose which kingdom cards you use. I think they yes. have a starting yes, they do. suggestion, suggestion. Yep. of simpler cards to use yep. as you're to learning you the in. game. Yep. Yeah, yep. ones with less text and more just plus one action, plus one buy sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the other, other factor which works against it is, again, it's the medieval looking a little bit geeky not something that would probably... At the same time, right. though, it doesn't look like Dungeons & Dragons. It looks medieval, but not Dungeons & Dragons, yeah, if that like makes sense. Yeah, like Carcassonne or... Yeah, uh, Citadels. Citadels, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's a heavy strategy game, but the mechanics of it are quite simple to teach. Yep. And on to player interaction. Now, this is one of my favourite sections to just that I wanted to talk about for Dominion. I gave it a three. I gave it a three as well. The interaction is really controlled by the kingdom cards that you choose, but you can really dial up and down the interaction to the way that you want. Say you've got a whole bunch of people that, you know, socially awkward, don't really want to have that interaction, then maybe just 
don't pick the torturer card or maybe people that um, don't like inflicting pain on others, <laughs> then don't pick the torturer card, more like it. But if you want... Although we don't like inflicting pain on each other when we play games. We're, yeah. not, we're not big fans of that. But I have enjoyed playing the torturer card in the past. Yes. And curses, you know, we, we generally don't handle out the curse yeah, cards Yeah, we haven't often. really done anything with the curse cards or the trash pile because I know there's a, a there specifically is a trash, a trash yeah. card. There's a lot of stuff that you do you can trash, you know, cards. But I don't think we've ever really utilised. We have one or two cards in there but we never have a big trash pile or anything. Yeah, so you have, you have your audience which is like us and sometimes like to play a little bit friendlier and then you have more of that highly interactive take that mechanism which you can pick and choose within your cards. So obviously once you get an, an idea of which cards you want to choose then or which cards have that interaction, I should say, then choose them and for the audience. So that's excellent. That's yep. one of my favourite parts of this game. And that's one thing that separates Dominion Intrigue from the original Dominion is the original Dominion doesn't have any of those attack cards. I think they're all called attack cards. The ones that interact with another person. I believe this was the second in the... um, So you had Dominion and then the next one was Dominion Intrigue and then you had your Seaside and 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 possibly because the feedback feedback. that it was like a a multiplayer solitaire sort of game. And And then they've gone, okay, and they've made this intrigue version which does have the attack cards in them. And I I love that. I love the fact that they've received that feedback and gone, you know what, would make this game better, more interaction. And they've worked on that. The two other parts of interaction that I wanted to talk about were um, fighting for good cards. So even though that's not a direct interaction with each other, if there's a particularly good card out there, a kingdom card, and there's only 10 in each pile, you can get into a situation where everyone's trying to get those cards and it becomes, how fast can I, you know, maybe I want to get this card. I've got enough money to be able to buy a better card, but that deck is going down really quickly and those are such a good card. And that is interaction. It's going... Other people are going to take that card before me if I don't get it now. How fast can I load up on those cards? One in particular I think about is the harem card. Harem is the one card that is a victory point card as well as having something else on it, which is coins. And when I've played this game in the past, if that card ever comes out, people just fight to get those harems. That's, you know, it's a subtle interaction. It's not that direct attack interaction, but it's definitely there. And then... On that as well, knowing that the game ends when a certain number of these decks are depleted, is the race to end the game. Yes. And that's another subtle interaction. It's people trying to, um, sometimes people, if they feel like they're in a leading situation, might try and deplete one of the decks of cards, not because they really want that particular type of card, but because that'll end the game quicker. So you've got to keep an eye on those decks to see how far away from the end of the game you are. All right, moving on to balance. This really, when I was thinking about all these different things, moving through presentation, rookie rating, player interaction, is when I got to balance that I really started to get excited about this game. So I've given balance a two. I've given it a three, but it's a generous three. Yep. It's, it is a very strategic game and... Like we often say with balance, just because it's a two, 
it's nothing it's not saying it's bad no. it's just saying it's more heavily weighted one way or another and i said this is more heavily weighted to strategy than luck definitely there is luck with shuffling your deck obviously what yep. cards you draw at what time there's a little bit of luck in that yep. there is also a little bit of luck with intrigue with the attack cards and whether someone else is attacking you or attacking one of your friends who's mm-hmm. playing as well. So, you know, you can get lucky and that people will leave you alone. But everything is available to everyone at all times. Yes. So you start with the exact same deck of cards, which often yes. happens in a deck builder, but most other deck builders will have a centre by row of about five or six cards and once something goes from that row, you flip over another one to take its place. So on your turn, there might be really good stuff available to buy or there might be okay or crappy stuff. With this game, you pick out those 10 kingdom cards at the start they are all laid out on the table in front of everyone and they're available to everyone all the time. So everything that's there is available to everyone all the time. And it just makes it so fair and it makes it more strategic because Absolutely. no one's got an unfair advantage. There's no being able to say, oh, yeah, but, you know, when my turn came around, there was only crappy cards available. No, no. It's completely balanced and fair in terms of what's available to you but it means you need to be really strategic to make sure you buy the right cards. Yep, and I guess that just comes with just playing it and getting that experience as well as getting the experience of what characters or kingdoms cards may are good for you and the, the style of play that you like to play. But I've got nothing more to say on that. You did, did I've well. got more. I've yep. got more because this is where I started getting really riled off about this game and like, oh, yeah, I remember that. I remember that. So because with the ABC, you're limited to the number of actions and buys. So you get one action, you get one buy, unless you have a card, an action card that you played during your action that gives you more actions or more buys. Yeah. A lot of Which other... Which is great. Yes. Great mechanism because sometimes you turns over in like two seconds because you can only... All you've got is gold. Yeah. And then other times you're just at it for like two minutes. Just, you know, this is another buy plus this buy plus this draw a hand, draw more cards in my hand. Oh, I, wow, I've got another action and another buy. Except you can only play them if you get extra actions. Yeah, yeah true. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. most deck builders, you get to keep <coughs> playing your cards, pretty much everything you've got in your hand until you've used up your hand. Yep. This one, you you could draw more cards, but if you don't have more actions to play more things, then you don't get to use them. Like, gain, it adds to that strategy of, I've only got one action, I've only got one buy, what am I going to do to make the most of that? Also, because the victory point cards are just victory points, there's a much greater impact of trying to balance your deck than other deck builders because quite often with other deck builders, those cards will have extra benefits as well. Like, yeah. that, you know, you're trying to collect the most gold at the end but you also get to use the gold throughout the game or, you know, you're trying to attack the other person but those cards, uh, you know, throughout the game, you, they're useful throughout the game. With this, the victory point cards, they do nothing for you. They Absolutely junk nothing for you. Yep. Yeah, they junk up your hand. And so you really need to start thinking, you seriously need to think about what are you going to do at different points in the game? At the start of the game, I need to make sure I focus on getting more action cards and more 
gold yep. so that I can buy better cards later on. But then there's a certain point in the game where you need to flip that and go, Absolutely. I need to get some victory point. I and need to start change to get in victory points. based upon cards. when someone starts buying up big on those estate cards and all of a sudden you go, oh my goodness, the race is on. Yeah, yeah. And you've got to – and the, so the game changes. It's yes, different it from the start to the yep. end. And it's really strategic going, when am I going to focus on this? When am I going to focus on that? If you buy too many victory point cards early on, then you could draw a hand and you've only got three cards you can actually use and the others mm-hmm. are, you know, so that's it's just very cleverly done. And this, like I said, this is an older game. And when I think of deck builders, you think of the newer games that have the fun extra things like you've got Clank, which has the board and you've got Legendary Encounters Alien, which has the co-opness and they have all these things that make you go, oh, that's pretty cool. But when you start to really look at Dominion like... This is quite strategic and it, no other game has matched it in terms of item that I've played has really matched it in terms of trying to balance your deck in that manner because yeah. those cards do literally nothing for you until you add up your points at that's, the end of the game. That's why I kind of think of Dominion as a pure deck builder. It's like you think of yeah, chess. Yeah. Is this, that's that's your base game of chess, and they've built from various different games from chess. Yes. Same way as Dominion, you start off with that base pure deck builder, and then there've been all these different variants from that. Yep. So on to replayability. Now I gave this a five. I gave it a four. I've. I'm going to go strong with this one. I'm, okay. Go strong or go home. So. This has high replayability, especially with the variety of card types that are out there. You also got to keep in mind that if you are interested in deck builders, you might also consider buying the original and blending this or the seaside and just keep on blending this with other other deck builders. So the the combination of how many kingdom cards you can put out is, you know, practically endless. I looked at the numbers. So you choose 10 kingdom cards for each game. Yeah. So you've got 10 kingdom cards that are available to you. Those are the ones that give you extra actions, extra buys, um, different abilities. There are, in the Dominion Intrigue box alone, there are 25 to choose from. So my maths is not great, but that equals lots of combinations. Lots and lots. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. So 25 cards put together and you pick 10 of those, the different ways you can put that together. Yeah. Lots of different combinations of kingdom cards, lots of different games. Plus, when you think about the, the even the even though you have the same starting deck, how varied people can end up with those um, yeah, yeah. those combinations and how they create their own engine so that they can build more buys or, or more actions. And it, it just seems like there's not one way to win this game because you just end up with some people... They, they start with just buying lots and lots of gold. And that may win for that particular game and for the people who tr- choose a different that an, another counter strategy or the same strategy but they don't get as much gold as quick as, as the other person or whatever the combination is so that it's very varied every game. It's very varied. And that's another thing is because it is so strategic, every game depends on who you are playing against. It's not just what kingdom cards you drew, you get that variety in who you're playing against and what their strategy might be and that will in turn affect your strategy. Look, there's a reason why our cards look so dented and worn 
is because we've played this a lot. And when we first had this, this was our first deck builder for us that I can that I can think of. I'm pretty sure it was, yeah. Yep. And it just worked. It worked on so many levels and it stayed on the table for a really long time. It definitely stands the test of time, this one. And that's obvious because, like I said, you've got all these new shiny deck builders that have all these different things they've added into them and we like them and we play them, we've got them. But this game is still out there. It's mm. still on the shelf mm. in shops. It's still going strong. That being said, though, I think there is something more. I mean, this is a pure deck builder, but there are a lot of new shiny things out there that do add to the deck builders. But if you had to start with our deck builder, I'd start with this one. Yep. Only because maybe because, you know, that's just a bit of sentimentality and that's what we started with. But it, being such a pure way of playing, it's great. And then you then you include a board with Clank or then you include, you know, co-op or, the co-op or, or the fighting. Yeah, this exactly. one doesn't have this one doesn't have fighting. A lot of them do have attack whether you're attacking each other or whether you're attacking monsters or yeah you start with things. health points or whatever you know yeah, yeah. exactly so yeah but this, this one is just buying and selling and building up your dominion yep so in terms of the prettiness of it sitting next to other f- the deck builders now that we've become accustomed to playing dominion um it's probably not as shiny yeah but uh, it is still as you've said it still stands the test of time. It is not as shiny though, which is why I marked it down as a four because it's one that I'm like, yeah, that's okay. I'll play that. You know, I enjoy it. Uh, there's a reason we haven't got rid of it. And that's so I'm not as quickly drawn to grab it off the shelf. However, once I get it out or I start talking, like even now yeah, talking yeah, about it, yeah, writing this stuff down, I get it. excited yeah, about it again. Yeah. When I remember that, hold on, you know, you have to balance your deck so carefully in this. Yeah. And I start remembering that and I'm like, that's right. That's why I like it. But it takes me to actually get the game out, to start thinking about the game, yep. to do that, yep. which is why it doesn't get played as often. I think, I think I'm drawn more to the other deck builders but it does still get played. Mm-hmm. And I guess if you place this, it, it kind of leads into theme, but if you place this next to something that does have dragons and is cool like Clank or running around, then that kind of would draw me or in a little more. aliens or spaceships. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that does lead us into theme and I've actually given it a two for theme. I've given it a three. Yeah, it. I like the theme, don't get me wrong. And as we mentioned right at the start, I actually like the box artwork where the people are obviously discussing some sort of rumour, like they're hiding away. It fits in with the whole idea of intrigue. However, the theme doesn't play through. For me, I don't feel at all I like I'm it, building a dominion. I said it kind of did for me because the the characters or the kingdoms that you choose, like the torturer, hurts people. You know, the swindler, you get to swindle People. Oh, I've forgotten that That one. sounds a little bit dodgy. The wishing well, you get to wish that you you, you could have draw, a better card. Have a yeah. better card. Or have an know? extra card. There, this is, the scout allows you to search a deck and see what's scout the the deck that's there. They're cleverly named and they do actually work well with what you're trying to achieve. Although with those characters, yeah, I I see that now that you say it. But at the same time, when I'm playing, I'll put down a card and say plus one buy, plus one action. I don't know. 
That's how I feel. Yeah. And I can picture a card that has that I know we've played a lot in one game that has like a half constructed castle on it or something, but I can't even remember what it's called or what it does. I don't know. I focus more on the okay, I've got one buy, which one am I gonna buy? What actions do I get out of them? Which it's it feels a lot less. But it's sort of because it is again, it's that older game, I think it's two thousand and eight. It's a Euro game and it's a very, it's not a Euro game with little wooden cubes, but mm. it's a Euro game in that it's very strategic, that it's not aggressive to other people that you sit there. I mean, this one is a little bit more than the original Dominion, but you're more sitting there working on your own engine and along with a lot of Euro games, it is more abstract. Yeah. Thematic. Absolutely. Look, you know, does it need to be medieval? No. Am I drawn to this theme over other themes that have been made the deck builders? No. I'm drawn to Intrigue more than I'm drawn to Seaside or just Original Dominion. But, yes. But that's just because of the name and I would have to already be looking at the Dominion range to pick up on that. I was thinking, I was trying to think about, I was like, what other game have I given a really low theme rating lately? Mm. Azul. Because I said, well, it does have a theme, yeah. but it's pretty much an abstract game. That yeah. theme is tiles. Yeah. To me, personally, I think the theme plays through more in Azul than it does in Dominion. No. See, I, I disagree with that. Only because, of, as I've mentioned there, those cards do do well in matching. Okay. Best and worst. My best is, as I've mentioned before, that variety of cards and or able to dial up or dial down that interaction yeah i guess you can with the variety of cards you've got the replayability is better and the um, ability to tailor it to the people you're playing is better so having those more cards does open a lot of doors for this game doesn't it yeah uh, my best is the way you have to change your strategy at different points throughout the game. Yes, and the, how subtle that is throughout yes. it. It's not a conversation that you have. It's an internal decision that you make. And, and sometimes it's an internal panic like, oh, my know. gosh, look at what they're doing. These cards are almost gone. What am I doing? I've got no victory points in my deck. Exactly. Internal panic. If you're, if you're more strategic clever person you would have worked it out sooner and actually balanced it better but if you're me it's you, just the sudden holy hell this is not where you I'm have to, need to you be have doing. to be in the driver's seat with this game you oh, have yeah. to control the yep. turns and my worst is the rule book i feel like they've got a wall long way to words. go yeah and uh, wall, of it, text. wall of text and if they did um they could do better if they re-released this um, and my worst is that you have to be in the mood for it. Like I said, it's not as enticing to me as the other flashy, shiny, new deck builders. Yet when I do play it, I thoroughly enjoy it and I am reminded of why I like it. But I have to be in the mood to get it off the shelf in the first place. Yep. Final thoughts. My overall impression is it's one of the best gateway deck builders out there still I said it's hard to compare this to newer deck builders because you've got all the extra stuff that's been added into deck builders since then you know the co-op the board the battles but it is one of the first and it clearly stands up against time because it's still on the shelf and no other deck builder seems to force you to balance your hand 
as much as this one does. They just got that right with this game right from the start. Uh, buy if you like strategic games. Uh, buy if you're after a deck builder that is pure. Buy if you're after a gateway deck builder. Buy if you are into deck builders as a whole and don't own this one in particular. And my last one is buy if you want a game that feels completely balanced in terms of fairness. And I've got my last one is buy if you own Dominion and want more interaction. You've been listening to the All Manner of Things podcast. If you would like to get in touch with us, you can email us podcast at allmannerofthings.com or alternatively you can visit our website at www.allmannerofthings.com thanks for listening bye Dominion Intrigue is a game of Dominion. No. Okay. Dominion Intrigue is a Dominion game. This is a game for two to four players. It has got a (laughs) random number of minutes that I can't move my head around to see because I'll be too far from the microphone. Okay, I'll try it again. Should it be called... Uh, overall impression or overall impressions? <laughs> there's a scuffle there. Look, <laughs> the printer messed up <laughs> and I don't even have the end of the word impression, so I don't know what it uh, says. I've, I've, got, uh, I've got overall impress or because <laughs> the end didn't quite come out. See, so... Maybe, maybe. <laughs> okay.